Hey everybody, this is Nuzcraft, and welcome back to 5 Minute Drive. It's raining, I'm on my way to work, and I wanted to take some time to talk about one of my favorites, Monster Hunter. Now, I know we've already had an episode on this before, it was actually the first episode, but I want to specifically talk about my experience with the original Monster Hunter game on the PlayStation 2. We're gonna go back in time, get a little nostalgic, talk about what has... It. As a kid, it was kind of a hit and miss game for me, but it's turned into one of my favorites. Short background on the series itself, the first Monster Hunter game came out in, I believe, 2004 for the PlayStation 2, and uh, since then, subsequent games have kind of migrated towards mobile. Specifically, they went from the PlayStation 2 to the PSP, and then onto the Wii and Nintendo 3DS, which is kind of where the, the majority of the player base is at the moment, the 3DS. And now they've moved on to the Switch and uh, with Monster Hunter Double Cross. And then the, the newest edition, Monster Hunter World, will be coming out on PS4, Xbox One, and PC next year. But besides that, I wanted to talk about the original Monster Hunter. This was a game that I purchased multiple times when I was a kid because it was so frustratingly difficult that I would give up and sell it back to GameStop only to then buy it again. I mean, the cover art was just super cool. It's got like a picture of a guy with a giant sword made out of a bone and this huge red dragon. And you're like, wow, I'm gonna go fight dragons with giant swords. Like, that's so cool. And then you get in the game and it's just frustratingly difficult. I've actually recently picked it back up, the original PlayStation 2 version, and uh, surprise, no surprise, it's really hard, um, especially when compared to the newer Monster Hunter games. The gameplay itself isn't really that difficult, um, or not difficult, it's really not that different. Um, you still have these kind of giant slow weapons that take some time to swing, so you, you have to take into account like your attack times and timing from there. Um, hitboxes are still a little bit weird, um, and on top of it, like, using items has this kind of extended animation where you're left really vulnerable. So, um, like, all of these things put together, um, coupled with, like, <laughs> terrible camera controls, um, make the game... It's, it makes it more difficult than it needs to be, but it's like a labor of love in that you just keep working at it, you keep getting better at it, and eventually things kind of work themselves out. I mentioned the camera controls, and, and the original Monster Hunter is actually kind of notorious for the way its camera is controlled. And it's actually a system that's kind of been adopted through the years. Um, as just the norm, but in the original Monster Hunter, instead of, you know, moving and running with the left joystick and then moving the camera with the right joystick, the right joystick was actually used to attack. Like pushing it forward would do one attack, sideways would do a different attack, backwards would do a different attack, um, and then the camera itself was moved with the directional pads on the left side. So if you were moving, like, 
normally would be, you don't really have access to the camera because your thumb's already on the analog stick and you can't move it up to use the buttons. Um, so to kind of remedy this a little bit, the L1 button is used to center the camera behind your back. So what you end up doing is you end up like running around, swinging your sword, all of this stuff, and then just hitting R1 to kind of center it behind you. So you end up doing a lot of like weird turns to basically turn your player to center the camera and then turn back to run in the right direction. It was just kind of weird. This made the game a little bit difficult to get into, and as a kid, I just never did. Um, like, I never beat the first, like, boss boss, which was the, the Yan Cut coup. I never beat that when I was a kid. And uh, picking it up now, um, after being a quote-unquote veteran hunter, it just means I've played some other games. It's been a lot of fun. Thank you so much for listening. This was Nuzcraft. We'll see you in the next one. Everybody, this is Nuzcraft, and welcome back to Five Minute Drive. In our first segment, we talked about the original Monster Hunter on PlayStation 2, and kind of, uh, I think, mostly some of its flaws. We talked about the camera system being really wonky, and a little bit about how items had like a cooldown time. We also talked a little bit about um, kind of how it was for me as a kid, just this kind of really frustrating game that I kept picking up and putting down. Um, so for this segment, I kind of wanted to talk about the weapons of Monster Hunter because the weapons are really kind of what makes the game what it is. So right from the bat, right from the get-go, uh, on the cover is a guy with a gigantic bone sword trying to cut down this dragon. And that's a, a huge part of the Monster Hunter games are just like big flashy weapons. Now, I'm not sure that I can name all of the weapons in the original Monster Hunter, but I'm going to give it a shot. So there's there's Sword and Shield, there's Great Sword, there's Hammer, Lance, there's Light Bowgun, Heavy Bowgun. I don't remember any more off the top of my head for this version of Monster Hunter. Later on, they add some new weapons like dual blades, um, gun lance, switch axe, charge blade, the bow. Um, and really what all of the weapons come down to is, is they're all wildly different in their play styles and their movesets and their advantages and disadvantages. For example, the greatsword is like this humongous sword. I think the first, like, like average greatsword length comparative to, like, the person holding it is, like, you know, longer than a person is tall. I think they're probably 8 to 10 feet long, and they're so weighty that your attacks actually take a lot of time. So this was, at least for me, one of the first games where, like, and not a whole lot of games do this nowadays where you would push the button to attack and you would watch your character wind up and then slowly smash down with this huge awesome power but you had to time it right timing was such an important part of monster hunter gameplay and because timing was so wildly different from weapon to weapon for example a giant great sword would take x seconds whereas the sword and shield which is more like uh, a normal sword size was just like a quick attack comparatively you could get you know three slashes off in the time that it would take for one slash from a great sword 
So all of a sudden, you're fighting monsters, and depending on the weapon that you choose, your style has to change. I think the most used weapon was probably the great sword or the sword and shield. And with the great sword, what you often did was you would rush in, do a, like unsheath your sword and do a, a huge downward slash, and then you would do kind of like a side whirlwind thing. And by that time, the monster had moved, or you're about to get smacked in the face with a giant tail. So then you would roll out of the way, you would sheath your sword because obviously when your sword is out, you walk way slower. Um, you would run around to get into a better position and then you do it again, and that was kind of your combo. On the other hand, the sword and shield, because it was a little bit quicker, you would do like a jump attack and then slash, 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 and then you would you know, hop sideways or roll backwards or whatever, um, and then try and do your combo again. It wasn't necessarily necessary to sheath your sword in between those times. Um, additionally, um, the sword and shield, I believe, was a little bit better at blocking. I mean, you had a shield, um, so you could block attacks from enemies. The great sword, on the other hand, um, while it didn't have a sword, the blade was so wide that you could use it to, to deflect attacks um, at the cost of the sharpness of your blade. Obviously, if your blade is getting smacked by things, um, it's going to go dull a little bit quicker. Anyways, all the weapons had their pros and cons, whether they were defensive or they had really strong attacks or they could stun enemies, um, which made for different playstyles across all the different weapons. So if you really got into the game, there was tons of content for you to learn um, as you tried to learn all the different weapons. Anyways, that's going to be it for today, or at least for now. Thank you so much for listening. This was Nuzcraft, and we'll see you in the next one. Hello everybody, this is Nuzcraft, and welcome back to 5 Minute Drive. I am on my way home from school, um, and now it's time to talk about a little bit more Monster Hunter. If you remember, you know, just a couple minutes ago, we talked about the weapons of the original Monster Hunter PlayStation 2. Um, but now I kind of want to talk about the monsters. It seems like an important part of the game. Um, admittedly, I never really made it that far in the original Monster Hunter. Um, I'm still working on a playthrough at the moment, and we'll see how far I get. But when I was a kid, they were insanely difficult. And part of it was simply because it's a type of game that I wasn't used to. Especially in terms of the monster's movements. So if you're like an old school gamer, playing like old platformers and stuff like that, you played games where you had to like memorize the opponent's attack patterns and dodge through them and do this and that and the other. Um, but a kid like me, growing up in the 90s, I played a lot of like third-person platformers and first-person shooters where the bad guys, are, they just kind of like pop up and down and you shoot them or you jump on their heads or, or whatever. Like, like, or, or it was simpler. Let's just say it was simpler times for video gaming. Not to mention, you could just like shoot a bad guy a couple times and they're gone. Or you could bounce on a monster's head and it's, it's done with. But Monster Hunter monsters, they're tough and they hit hard. So with the Monster Hunter monsters, you had to learn their moveset. They had tons of moves. They had tons of health. I mean, if you're running like the, the intro level gear um, and... 
trying to, to kind of kill bigger monsters. Um, oh, what am I doing? I'm driving. Ah! You know, you're, you're running intra-level gear. You're trying to fight these monsters. You're looking at, if you're terrible at the game, like a 30 to 45 minute fight just to kill a single monster. Now, when you're a kid and you're not used to it, that's crazy. You're spending, you know, 45 minutes doing the same combos, trying to dodge this monster's attacks until finally it goes down after this huge slog and it's, it's just hard. It's hard and it's different. So um, when you're trying to play this sort of a game, you have to really concentrate on learning the monster's movesets because once you know them, you can dodge them fairly easily. And then you can try and use your positioning to your weapon strengths. For example, uh, in general, when you're hunting with a, a sword or really any kind of sharp weapon, uh, you kind of want to position yourself towards the tail. A lot of monsters have tails that can be cut and it's essentially an extra bit of loot. Um, in contrast, if you're running with uh, like a hammer, where it's kind of got this crushing effect, you want to concentrate on the head because you can do more stun damage. If you can imagine, a hammer is not going to do a whole lot of good trying to cut a tail off, um, seeing as it doesn't have a blade. The, the other side is if you're running with a bow gun, you want to try and keep your distance. Uh, those types of weapons do much better at a distance and your armor is typically not as good if you're a bowgun user. You, you just tend to have worse armor so trying to stay at a distance is really important and if you don't know the monster's moveset sometimes that can be really hard. So this idea of having really tough monsters with fairly consistent movesets has permeated through the Monster Hunter universe um, with the further additions in the series. There are some newer monsters, and in the newer versions, and actually even in the old versions, there was like an enraged mode where the monster would get really angry, and then they would either move faster or their movesets would be a little bit different. Um, additionally, like in the, in the newest versions, um, when you get into high-level play, there's um, like, uh, like deviant monsters where they're, they're very special, specific types of monsters, and they can have slightly different movesets and things of that nature. So this idea of having, you know, the, these these moves that you need to learn and dodge around kind of has permeated throughout the game. Anyways, that's going to be it for today. Thank you very much for listening. This was Nuzcraft, and we'll see you again in the next one.